Hello everyone, and welcome to WhoPod episode 4. Uh, this episode I'm going to call Mr. Anders. Yes, I'm tail off there. It's not quite Mr. Anderson, but our uh, guest on this one is Pete Anders, or as most people on Twitch and Twitter know him better by Pete Wiz. Um, Pete joined us from Brazil, and uh, this is a wonderful podcast. I had a couple of co-hosts on this one. I uh, brought my, of course, co-host uh, Joey Kocher onto this one. He wasn't feeling very well. So I also brought on co-host uh, Tara Limpuxty, who was from our second episode that we did. So uh, this was a pretty cool podcast. Uh, Pete's uh, goes goes on at length about Hyper RPG and another um, Twitch channel that's kind of in the Team Human world. And I'm going to be talking a lot about Hyper RPG for the next little bit. This is uh, Zach Eubanks' new uh, channel, and... I think it deserves the same level of attention that Geek and Sundry gets, and there's some good people over there doing some good content, and, and most of the mods from Geek and Sundry are also working over with Zach on, on Hyper RPG. So we talk about that. A um, couple notes from the actual episode itself. Uh, at one point, Pete mentions the Halo charity. Uh, he couldn't remember what the acronym meant. Uh, and it is, of course, Helping Art Liberate Orphans. So this is a charity that uh, Hyper RPG launched their channel with and, and uh, did a very good job at raising funds for them. Um, and yeah, so that's it. So forget about listening to me ramble on about crud and let's dive right into this podcast. So this is episode four, Pete Anders. Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of Pod. I'm your host Blair Beverage and with me we have a couple of familiar faces or familiar voices as you're listening to this on a podcast and a new voice. First of all, our familiar voices we have with us as always are my co-host Joey Kocher. Joey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, a little under the weather, but I'm here. I have the power, so it's all good. He's Snap. That's where he is right now. Um, as well, we have a uh, another co-host for this week. Uh, she she was one of a guest. She was a guest on our second episode. Tierlin Puxty. Hello, Tierlin. Hello. Back by popular demand. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, she is our resident superhero. So yes, by popular demand for sure. Uh, <laughs> But our guest for this uh, podcast this week is Pete Anders, a.k.a. Pete Wiz. Welcome to the podcast, Pete. Hey, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Really excited to be here. Well, it's our pleasure to have you. Uh, so let's dive right into this. Pete, what does Team Human mean to you? I mean, Team Human to me, there's, I, I think it has many definitions, each uh, much discussed. Uh, it can be the group of people who identify under the team human philosophy. It can also be said philosophy, which is, for me, to be the best person you can be and inspire uh, niceness, kindness, uh, and just all around being a good person to you and everyone around you. I think that's, you, you don't have to make being a member of Team Human too complicated. I think hit the nail on the head. It's just be a good yeah, person, be a positive yeah, be person. A per I, I, I tend to wind on and on, as you'll see. Perfect. Long-form conversation. That's why we like this. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people who are familiar with the Twitch side of Team Human, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your who cred, if you will, what you do for the community and who you do it for? Well, mainly you'll see me hanging around in the community on the Twitch side of things. You'll see me, of course, uh, as a mod for either Geek and Sundry or the new Hyper RPG channel. I also stream myself, and I can usually be seen in many, many human streams, mm -hmm. be it Felicia Day, Ryan, or anyone. Also, uh, yeah, okay, and also occasionally on Twitter. You you do some moderating for Amy Dellen, yeah. uh, for Iffy, yeah. for Hector, for Keller, uh, for the Overlord himself, even. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love how Blair right. just lists off a bunch more as if, you know, Pete was like, well, I want to be modest. I don't want to list off like a huge list. <laughs> yeah. and Blair's like, well, no, he... I'm going to give him all the cred right now. As I should. Yeah. If you guys, I mean... I mean... Uh, if you guys knew the kind of work that Pete does, Pete does a lot more than just the moderating side of things. He does a lot of behind-the-scene work. Pretty sure not getting paid for, to do it either. Nope. Not a dime. <laughs> He's just a true human. So uh, a lot of the mods that you see working in Geek and & Sundry and Hyper RPG and, and even a lot of the, the 
the talent that's on those channels, uh, they don't they don't get paid for this. It's just something they'd love to do out of the kindness of their heart. And Pete does a lot of extra stuff, and um, I'll be diving into that a little bit later. But uh, you mentioned your own stream. Um, I guess that that's the the twitch.tv slash Pete Wiz. Uh, yes. What, what's your jam? Where do you kind of find yourself in that, uh, in that world? I mean, I'm a very irregular streamer uh, due to a very odd schedule I keep. But mainly I do whatever I feel like. So, uh, for example, today uh, I streamed off today, started off with some wrestling, uh, two, WWE 2K16, and move on to Magic Duels, two games that have, like, nothing to do with one another, yet I still find both highly entertaining, so I just, it's more of a, what I feel like it, it's mainly like a pastime for me, so it's like something I'm going to have fun with. Well, I mean, I think that's the way it has to be. I mean, if it's your if it's your job, you're getting paid for. That's a different story. But if you're just doing it for fun, it, it's it kind of got to follow your own personal whims in this regard. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Uh, uh, until such time, and even if it it's my job, if one day I get lucky enough to, for example, get be partnered on Twitch or some other money through that. I'll, I'll take it more seriously and start considering other things, but still, something I want to have fun with. Because if it's not fun, not necessarily fun, but it's something that doesn't keep me, my attention on it, I'll eventually, like, eh, lose interest and not do as good a job as it, I should. Okay, um, so... Most of us that do know you do know you as a face or as a name, Pete Wiz, there on on, on Twitch. But let's learn a little bit about you, uh, uh, where you where you're from, your scholastic slash profession kind of status. Uh, yeah, let's start with that. Sure. Okay, a little bit of background on me. I am in my twenties, early twenties, as even and some people even think I'm a teenager still. Because I have face of a teenager. That's a good ah, thing. You age well. Yeah, I'll <laughs> Yeah, I've been carded more than once. Uh, I'm live in Brazil, born and mostly raised here. Uh, however, my family is from Spain, and I consider myself to be Spanish since I do hold that nationality, and that's just how I see myself. I have lived there as well for like a few months at a time. How about school? Uh, are you currently in school or are you out in the workforce? Yeah, right I am working. Uh, I currently am in the university here in southern Brazil studying mathematics, mm. working for a bachelor's degree. Mm, much like a little redhead we know. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I really like math, even though most people think it's the devil. Oh, no. Does that mean you're good at music? Because I say a lot of people who are good at maths are really good at music because the theory side of it is, oh, my goodness, I suck at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, Depends on what you consider being good, good at music. I, I play instruments. I don't play them regularly enough to be any good at them. What instruments do you play? So instruments, plural... Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I played the guitar, the drums, and once upon well, a time... You're a one-man band. And once upon a time, even uh, a recorder, because oh. everyone had choir or music class or something like that. Drop a little Mary Had a Little yeah. Lamb on us, eh? Yeah, Mary Had a Little Lamb, <laughs> hot cross buns. And a hot cross buns, yeah. Yeah, re recorders <laughs> are the... Devil's work. Oh my god! I never want to see another one of those things again. I, yeah. I, I for some reason was was not subjected to the recorder in grade four, which I guess here uh, that made me about nine or ten. Um, they put us. They they basically sat us down and they made us blow on the mouthpieces of all these different instruments. And I was good at one of them, so they made that instrument my instrument. So I I ended up learning how to play the saxophone. Bad. Oh my god, I me too. Auto sax. Uh, sorry, what was that, Tierney? 
I play the alto sax. Oh, that's what I learned on was the alto. They they transfer very well. When I got older, I was going to music camps and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I actually went to a band camp. Um, you just learn that you, if you could play the alto, you could play the tenor. If you play the tenor, you could play the bass or the baritone. You just got to switch clefs. And it, it's it, it's pretty cool that they're all very transferable skills because the, if you will, the fingering, I, I know that doesn't really make sense unless you understand the instruments Daddy. but they're all very similar so um but i love it i i wish i owned an alto sax or any saxophone but even a crappy alto sax costs yeah i have one i learned well Eat i it. learned baker street last week have, can you play baker street sorry really off topic we'll get back to paint in a second baker street what's baker street it's, a, uh, it's like the saxophone solo the only one you ever have to learn to play and people think you're awesome Oh, well, no, you're going to have to send me that sheet <laughs> because I have this stupid little thing that I do called from Referee. I don't know why I remember the name of it, but it's just this jazzy little thing. And whenever I pick one up, that's what I do. People are like, oh, my God. I'm like, it's like the only thing that's stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everyone that plays an instrument, even if it's like you don't play it regularly, you should know this one. One song, one piece of music that sounds really badass to someone that doesn't know. Well, that's the key, right? Is to get that yeah. one thing. And in, in reality, it's actually very simple. So when you go like, oh, go to someone's house, they have a guitar and just lie in the corner. They never play it and just pick it up, shred this mad solo. People are like, oh, God, this is, guy is a guitar god. What makes me and laugh it, is... Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot play guitar at all, but I've been around them enough to know that people taught me the beginning of a Metallica song. I think it's Nothing Else Matters. And it's there's there's it's all wide open. You just got to string the strings. But because it's like, ding, 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 and people are like, oh, my God, that's Metallica. You know what? Yeah, I'm like, most, yeah, Metallica songs are a few of them, of course, it's metal. So mm -hmm. a few of them I find they're I, actually easier to play than they look. Well, I tried to play the drums, and I kept poking myself in the eye with the sticks, so oh, I gave that up pretty quickly. You're just an accident uh, waiting to happen. It's yeah. like... She's, she's I'm trying to... <laughs> she's no, been bitten I, by a big enough so spider excited. to leave holes at her I was just banging on it just quickly. She's been hit by an amusement park ride, <laughs> and she's poked her eyes out with drumsticks. Uh, I think I might Very have. lucky. I lead an interesting life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 24 years old, folks. That's it. I was very lazy uh, yeah. um, when it came to music as a child. I remember I wanted to learn how to play the piano, but okay, my reasoning was very odd when I was younger. I wanted to learn to play the piano because the piano was featured in a Goosebumps book called The Girl Who Cried Monster, and I only wanted yeah. to learn. Yeah, that's a creepy. Yeah, one. I only wanted to learn how to play for Elise. And Moonlight Sonata from the original Resident Evil game, because there's a part where you can play it on the piano to unlock a secret door. And once I, I had learned them, Sonata. I walked away. was like, yep, that's all I needed to know. I'm moving on to the next thing. Tierland, you said that's a creepy one. This is coming from a horror author. <laughs> yeah. Tito. Hey, when you read Goosebumps when you're seven, hey, they're all creepy. Yeah. Hey, yeah, this is a very interesting story for me because by the time I came to elementary school, they already were making like TV shows, movies, I don't really remember, stuff like that based off of Goosebumps. And one day, I think it was during the third grade, uh, my teacher decided, oh, let's, it's Halloween, let's watch some Halloween themed movies. I'm like, okay, I've been hearing about the Goosebumps, and I, as a, every little kid, I kind of want to see what it's all about. I was so scared of, of the one episode my teacher showed. I, they had to call my mother to pick me up in school no. and take me home. Oh, social suicide. Do you remember which one it yeah. was? I have no idea. It's something to do with the aliens. Was it uh, the pumpkin heads? I probably I don't know. It's been. I mean, it's been. It was during the third grade. I mean, uh, we don't want to have. I think that's my favorite one. We don't have to have a regressive moment here. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. I actually and every and 
so it kind of was a trauma because my mother never allowed me to read any of the books or anything Goosebump related mm. ever since then. So I actually never watched another episode or read a book. Joe, are you a fan of the horror? There was a teenager. Um, I'm actually a very big fan of horror. Um, when it comes to gore, it, it's more of the gore of 80s, but lately... Uh, with with horror, it's more of like keeping me on the edge kind of horror, like like thrillers. Um, mm-hmm. I was definitely and still am a uh, big Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as like Goosebumps was, I was always a fan of the books. But I just actually really funny story was uh, one day at Horrorland was one of my favorites, and I had never been able to see the TV episode. And it wasn't until a few months ago I actually got to sit down and watch somebody's rip of it onto YouTube. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, this is the most poorly done, low-budget piece of shit I have ever seen (laughs) in my entire life. Because there's parts where it's supposed to look like the outside of a haunted house. And all it is is garden lattice with trash bags over the front. And as the camera is pulling away down the sidewalk... You can see the empty field behind this piece of crap setup. It was so bad. Joey, do you remember the intro to Goosebumps where the dog suddenly has these yes, yellow the eyes? Yes, the intro was the best. And it's by so far. The, like, it needs a dubstep <laughs> remix. It is amazing. <laughs> it looked like something I would have made in high school. It's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess uh, transitioning in. Uh, Pete, how did you find Team Human? Team Human, uh, I think, mostly as everyone, uh, I've been on, and this, as with most things, brings me back to Twitch, because I've been on Twitch for, since pretty much the beginning, watching different streamers, from the old ones, like Man vs. Game, to newer ones, and one day, I see a tweet from Felicia saying, oh, I'm gonna stream so-and-so on Twitch, like, oh, hey! Didn't know Felicia streamed video games. It's like, huh? And I watch, and from there, you know, kind of, kind of started watching all the associated acts. Uh, started watching Ryan's streams, and then I discovered Keegan Sanji was a thing, and all the associated things. How did you find out about Felicia? Uh, I think I. I let me think. Oh yeah. Uh, I was watching, Jesus, I don't even remember. I think I was watching a TV show, and I, oh, I like this person, and just tried to, went to Google, like, oh, Felicia Day, and then started following some of her projects, like the Guild, and Dr. Oh, Doctor, it's not even a TV show, Dr. Horrible. The sing-along That's blog. I, yeah, sing-along blog. It's funny, I, when I talk to her, her fans, it's usually one of two vectors. It's the Guild or it's the sing-along blog, depending on how you got brought into the world. Like with the sing-along blog, you had Neil Patrick Harris, which you know had a following and people kind of were drawn into that one. Oh, who's this girl? Um, or you know Nathan Fillion from the Firefly crew. So a lot of people found her through the sing-along blog where you know, the Guild is how uh, I found her and, and, and I think most people probably did. But... Uh, yeah, it's really cool for me to find out how people find their way into this community because it seems like the one constant thing across every member of Team Human is they just want a positive interaction with human beings. And it, as a lightning rod, she seems to brought us all together yeah. by a bunch okay. of very means. Uh, Felicia, I find she has a, a personality that will just draw people in because mm-hmm. she has a very positive person. And I think people are drawn to that. Uh, they want more of that to spread around. And Felicia just... I find that you know? she's so very hard on herself, too, which is... Yeah. I think most of us just like, you know, it's not. It's really just kind of, you're, you're good. We love you sort of idea. Don't be <laughs> so hard on yourself. But Yeah. But she does so much for this community. Yeah. Like, I can never say enough. Um, have I ever asked, did I ask that question of either of you, Joey? And, and I think I did, Tyrolyn, but Joey, did you? I think you had, um, but see, I'm, I'm one of the, those weirdos in the age group where I remember seeing her on Buffy first, not knowing it was Felicia Day, but she'd always stayed in my mind. And then I had completely forgotten she was in that Bring It On sequel. 
So I remembered seeing her on there, but then I I didn't actually really notice her until the guild came came along, and then by then it had already had five seasons that were released on Netflix. So and and YouTube obviously. So it wasn't until the final season that I actually got to be like, oh, gotta wait till next week for the next episode, kind of a thing. But um, yeah, I had remembered seeing her in Buffy first, uh, and then eventually caught on. It was very weird for me. It, I saw I didn't watch Buffy at all until last year. So and then of course she's in the final season. So it was one of those things that part of the reason why I wanted to watch the show was. Um, I was a fan of hers, but I'm also a big fan of Allison Hannigan's. And so I was like, okay, well, I got two people I can grab onto. I had no idea how late Felicia actually joined the show, uh, which was fine. I mean, she showed up and she was maybe in a handful of episodes in that last season. But uh, uh, it was weird for me to kind of see her at the beginning of her career so late in my fandom, if you will. So uh, anyway, uh, to dive into the meat of Mr. Anders... Mr. Anders. <laughs> Sounds very matrixy. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your geeky passions. What is it that drives you to be you? Well, for talking about my geeky passions, and first and foremost, what I will always say, books. Books are my favorite thing. Uh, you can't really see because of the way camera's positioned, but to my left there are at least three shelves of books with so many you books. You officially the coolest guy just, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to post that everywhere. <laughs> That's going to be my Tyrolin badge of approval. Uh, yeah, coolest books guy I know. Your tagline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Books uh, compromise at least like 30% of my very, very tiny room. And what's your genre of book? Do you like various genres? Or I like everything. I like everything. I, I like fantasy, science fiction. I have all, plenty of nonfiction stuff as well, mainly to do with scientific matters, uh, everything from computing to chemistry. I read a lot of books. Hmm. I am never more than four feet away from a book. Pretty cool. Uh, TV, film, is that your, your jam as well? Yeah. Uh, and, and right after books is TV and film. I, When I'm not reading a book, I'm usually watching television to watch some film. Or, for, Granted, this is all my free time. Right. <laughs> so I don't normally do that. But I watch a lot of TV, so, uh, sometimes while reading a book. So, and for TV, mainly I like my science fiction really love uh, I've been watching I recently discovered Dark Matter mm. which is a Canadian TV show ha- has Will Wheaton in it it does it actually films around the corner from where I work <laughs> oh that's nice mm-hmm. I, I really like it. I love it so yeah and mainly I watch that kind of stuff excellent um, now you obviously twitch uh, as you are very involved in, in twitch um, but uh, how about scholastically mathematics? I would presume, but uh, is there any other subjects that you're big on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Scholastically, of course, mathematics because that's what my degree is on and what I work in. I also do a lot of computing, uh, mainly uh, computer science. All that. It's one of my. I actually considered that to be one of my possible degrees before I picked math. But so I also work a lot in that field. I, for example, some of the uh, behind the scenes I do for Geek and Sundry and Hyper RPG involves software, writing some software for them. I wrote the uh, staple now of Monday nights. I made the BookieBot software where you can bet on what's going on screen. Wow, cool. So much spam every Monday night, <laughs> but it happens. That's that's pretty awesome for somebody. I mean, this is just your hobby. It's it's your, your yeah. It's my hobby. <laughs> I wish I was good at that good at my hobbies. <laughs> okay, and I would presume you like wrestling. If you're going to stream, yes, I like uh, wrestling. Wrestling, uh, for slow has slowly become my favorite sport. And no matter what people say, that oh, wrestling is not a sport. It's all fake. I mean, 
sport, sport entertainment, whatever, it's quickly become my favorite sport. Because I look at, for example, I used to be really big into football. I followed Barcelona for a while. And then the whole shh. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> shit show. Uh, the sh- yeah, the whole shit show that ha- is FIFA happened. And I used to be really into basketball. But then I was like, eh. And then wrestling came along. So really enjoyed watching all of it. I was a huge wrestling fan growing up. I'm back in the Hogan Savage kind of days, unfortunately. <laughs> so, but, yeah, um, you're a while back. Yeah, I'm OG. I'm old school. But uh, when it comes to wrestling, um, when I was a kid, they were still trying to convince people it was real, if you will. And it is one of the most physically demanding forms of entertainment, if you want to really kind of... That you'll ever find. These guys break limbs all the time. They are wrestling like 300 days out of 365. What they do is very equivalent to what most sports... uh, professional athletes go through and they get paid for it so yeah uh, doing wrestling either uh, for entertainment like you'll see the WWE or the NJPW do like those are mainly entertainment forms of wrestling they put on a show for people Mm -hmm. or wrestling you see as a competition like you see in the Olympics both are extremely highly demanding mm-hmm. uh, it requires a level of athleticity and skill and just it leaves me in awe i wrestled in to do it i wrestled in high school and it's way different from you know what you see on tv unless you're watching the olympics a lot of knee burns and and you know getting very personal with the mats and other people's armpits yeah which you know has a lot of downside to it but it's 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 a very big skill and, and there's there's nothing you know weak about it at all it's it's a very difficult difficult thing to do yeah all right so sorry go ahead pete oh nothing i'm just clearing my throat okay so we're gonna throw this over to my co-host joey Couture. this is the rapid fire question round i've supplied joey with some questions he can go off script and invent them as you know Jake found out last week. <laughs> oh, Jake found out and, and hardcore it, last time. So at in, in, in any point in time, he could just say whatever kind of question he wants, but it's the rapid-fire question round. Pete, you're on the hot seat. Jake, Jake, sorry. Joey, I turn it over to you. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with something simple. What is your favorite color? The uh, Red. All right, what is a phrase that you use that is just so you? I don't think there's a phrase I use that often, but if I had to pick, I would say this is awesome. Okay. What is your spirit animal? My spirit animal? dragon Ooh, that's a good one that's a good one good answer good answer what is one trait that you have that best describes you i would like to think it would be my uh, intelligence i'm smart it's a very good one all right mm-hmm. here's a good one what is your biggest pet peeve My biggest pet peeve, people who speak while they're chewing. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that immensely. Oh, my God. Because every time every time somebody does that, I'm just waiting for the food to hit me in the face. Yeah, I, I've taken, I've eaten many a meal alone just so I could, uh, could avoid that. All right. Do you have any phobias? Uh, phobias? No. Not really. So you'd say that the only thing that you fear is fear itself? Not even that. (laughs) You're you're getting really hard to read here, sister. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I'm not, I'm not a very phobic person. Alright, what is the country that you would love to visit? 
would love to visit China one of these okay, days. Okay, I have to I have to ask why China? Uh I've always been a big fan of the whole when a uh Ruxia style of film, the kung fu films, as many people know them, because uh, they used to air 24-7 on a channel I had while I was a kid, and then started to, oh, where did these come from, started to research them, really liked the topic of Asian history during middle school or something like that, so kind of, I also practice kung fu a lot, I'm an avid practitioner of martial arts. So kind of have some interest there. See, I'd be put off going to China because you know how you said you have a bit of a pet peeve of people eating with their mouth open? I, I am aware. Uh, talking, talking with their mouth open. Yeah, you know how like China they eat like lizard heads and fetuses and things like that? So I'd be they eat really that in Canada too, some... I mean. Yeah, they, weird, <laughs> they eat, they yeah, eat weird shit everywhere. Yeah. For example... A very oh, popular, I just can't deal with it. A very popular dish here in Brazil is like a kind of a fried flour sort of thing. Uh, there isn't a word for it in English. It's called a... Jeez, I forget what it's called in Portuguese as well. But it's <laughs> a kind of a flat, fried flour with ants in them. Oh, so they fry really? ants See, with I'm flour. I'm not very adventurous. Yeah. This is starting to sound like an episode of Survivor yeah, where we're going to gonna food, eat like I, I don't want it to look like or something. This is getting creepy. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I would be very good in the bush. I like, I thing. Yeah, I like to taste these things because I'm not, the, this is where I'm not very smart. Just to taste, I, I have the opinion that everything should be experienced at least once. I think that does so, make you smart. So even if I mean, well, it's going to be disgusting, and I know it. I'm still going to taste it. All right. So back on rapid fire. <laughs> All right. You just wrote a book about your life. What do you call it? The Life and Times of Pete. I like it. Sounds like a New York bestseller. Mm -hmm. Definitely yeah. better than Jake's answer. Uh, Definitely. I don't think I think that one would have been banned. <laughs> it would have been on it would have been on the book least. burning pile. Sorry to sidebar one other time, but um, in our last uh, Who Pod, we had uh, Jake on, and we suggested to him to read the children's book "Go the Fuck to Sleep," and he actually did, and it, <laughs> and he's he's put it he's put it online, and I was just killing myself listening to it. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, go All ahead, right. Joey. Uh, we're actually almost. I got two more questions for you. If you could have unlimited storage for one thing and one thing only, what would it be? Computer data. Data. Oh man, am I after my own heart? <laughs> I love how he says data, and we're all like, "Yep, pirated music, pirated movies, comics, everything everybody else does." I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like my SSD to have unlimited space, yes. <laughs> no, uh, data is something I actually use a lot. Uh, of course, they have most of it being legit, but I have like gigabytes and gigabytes of music. Uh, my entire iTunes playlist, if I just pressed play and went through the whole thing, would take around three years to listen to Oof. the whole thing uninterrupted. It's a lot of music. Yeah. Plus, there's like clips from editing, video editing projects that take a lot of space, especially now that's in 4K. Yeah, I actually had to buy a whole new uh, external hard drive because I learned about a little over a month ago that I have broken over two terabytes of music alone. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I should probably get some more space for that. <laughs> yeah. That's also a lot of music. But you're a DJ, so that's... that's well, okay. yeah, I mean, I've been collecting stuff since 1999, so... All right, last question. How awesome is Toronto Gal? The awesomest. She is the awesomest. I mean, why do you even bother asking the, that question? But I think that's kind of a rhetorical at this point, like... 
And we're we're gonna give the awesome list. We're gonna give Tyrlin a save here because she actually knew Toronto Gal by another name when we asked oh, her this question. This. So yes, Tyrlin, how you. awesome as soon is as Allison? You asked it. <laughs> Allison is wonderful. Oh my god! As soon as that went out, and I realized, I went, "Oh, the shame! So much the shame." shame. <laughs> The shame. It's okay. I mean, you only knew her through the Facebook, no. and she she was Allison P on Facebook. So, yeah, that's the one because yeah, I'm still like, a Twitter noob. I, also, I do think we have Blair to blame for the a very popular hashtag associated Toronto golf. Really? Yes. You're gonna bring that? <laughs> I am. So in mod chat once, that I was trying ends. to. I was trying to. Um, <laughs> I was trying to compliment uh, Toronto Gal, and I and I tried to type "You're the best," but I inverted the E and the B, so it went EBST, and that just took off. <laughs> yeah. Now every time we're playing, paying a compliment to her, it's hashtag the Ebst, and <laughs> we also eventually got Ryan and Felicia to use it. Oh, did they actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, my spelling error. This Ryan, I, we. Uh, Tweeted it out, I think, once or twice. Felicia actually said it live on stream. <laughs> oh, God. Now I've gone a shade of red. I don't know if you could tell. but uh, Oh, spelling errors. Okay, so now we're going to dive into the suggestions section. And this one is going to be run by our lovely guest, Tyrlin Puxty. So, Tyrlin, what will we be doing today? I thought we could play Would You Rather. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I have three questions. Oh, yours is better than mine. So I've got three <laughs> really difficult questions, and I want to see how you answer them. So would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life or be sticky for the rest of your life? Hmm. <sighs> That, that's tough because it, it, you have to consider and ponder this very well. I mean, where are you going to be sticky or itchy? Like, is it going to be a full body thing? Is it going to be in specific areas? I, I guess write I, a thesis. I, I probably <laughs> am. Uh, I guess going in the all out assumption, it's going to be uh, on an undisclosed part of your my body, if not all of it. I'd say sticky. Because okay. I hate itches, like, uh, I do not like itches, so I'm going to say sticky. I guess the, alright, let's go sticky. Okay, the next one is, ha uh, would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life, or always feel like you have to sneeze, but not be able to? Now for me, I've always said, if I was a witch, that'd be the perfect curse to put on people, because I hate that feeling so much. This one is tough because I hate both. But I'd say having like having the knees because having the hiccups I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, having the hiccups I wouldn't be able to talk properly. Like I'd be like. See, I I feel like I'm still a little bit functional still when I have hiccups. It's annoying, but it's still like, hey, how you? Doing? Oh yeah, I'm really good. Thanks today. So, what you doing? I, I can cope, but the sneeze, everything stops. Your eyes close. You tilt your head up, and you walk around like you're in a coma kind of thing until it happens. So, I think for me, I'd have to go hiccups. Oh, I mean, uh, everyone has their option. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, okay, last one. <laughs> uh, this this only works if you dislike the band. <laughs> Would you rather only be able to listen to Nickelback songs or reread all 56 pages of iTunes terms and conditions every day for the rest of your life? I have to ponder this because I don't really care for Nickelback. I don't hate them. But imagine that's the only band for your entire I think life. the only band ever allowed to listen to Nickelback. Ever. Jeez. That husky voice of his over and over. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> so much Canadian hate. I mean... Are they Canadian? Uh, this is... Yeah. I mean... 
This, is, this one's the. I love how this is this. Is the <laughs> this is the hard one for him. <laughs> I I am. Um... You, you guys don't understand. Up here in Canada, we have to play Canadian artists every X amount of songs on our radio, so we get a whole lot of Nickelback already. Oh, no yeah. way. They were good for a while, but it's just suddenly he was putting out the same song every time. I'd have to say the terms of service thing, because I already read you know, the entire terms of service for everything, regardless. So, I mean, Nickelback is, I don't really carry their weight, but just Nickelback for the rest of my life? Like, nah. <laughs> nah. Not feeling it. What are your answers? Good choice. Tierlin, what were your answers would have been? My, what was the first? I think I, oh, I think I'd rather be sticky than itchy. Um, yeah, I'd rather have the hiccups because, like I said, I'm still, I can still function, even though it's really annoying, and I'd probably end up punching a wall. <laughs> um, oh, see, music is my life. Like it's quite literally how I make a living. So I, I think I'd have to read the terms and conditions. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd skim over it. Yeah. You know? Like you do with that everything. Mean, you'd have to read the 56 pages, not skim <laughs> the 56 pages. I think I'd need quite a few hot chocolates to get me through that. How about you, I mean, Joey? Plus, it's 56 pages. How about you, Joey? What are your well, answers? All right. If it came down to the Nickelback and 56 pages for the iTunes terms and conditions, I too would have to go with iTunes not because I dislike Nickelback, but because if I couldn't listen to any of my favorite artists like, you know, Britney Spears or Disturbed or Ozzy or something like that, I'd probably, you know, have to be put out of my misery. Um, being itchy or sticky. See, I'm going to go with sticky only because I think that if I was itchy, um, I, I have this habit that if I have an itch, I won't stop itching at it until probably it's really really bad for you <laughs> like if you ever get an itch on your arm and you're like oh great i've just dug into my arm more than i should have um and what was the other question uh the, the sneeze i would have to go one. with the sneeze only because i've had this problem before where i had the hiccups and it kept going and eventually my chest started to hurt because the repetition, it was kind of like flexing muscles there over and over and over. So it would just cause so much pain. So I'd rather be annoyed by the not being able to sneeze. See, I reckon you should be able to get like a two pack or a six pack out of hiccups because mine are violent. Mine are really loud and my stomach, like I feel like I'm after a good hiccup session. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, you could also do a few, a few exercises to get washboard abs. Oh, bugger that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I actually have some unpopular answers. I would have been itchy because for anyone with combination skin, you which I have, you're always itchy all the time anyway. So I'm used to that, believe it or not. I can't stand sticky. I don't like touching things, making me stick to things. Oh, grosses me up. Um... Nickelback, I hate reading. I hate reading terms of services. I really do. And since I am already so immune to Nickelback because of Canada, um, I, I could probably do that. It would pain me, but I would hate to have to read that thing daily. It would just drive me insane. It's already background music. Well, that's about it. It's like you know, oh, Canada is going on back there somewhere. Um, and the, the second one was uh, the. I don't the hiccup and the sneeze. The I would do the sneeze because my hiccups hurt. Like they genuinely hurt. Like like mm, if hiccups didn't too. if hiccups They're didn't hurt, painful. I'd be fine with that. But mine hurt a lot, and I couldn't deal with that. I I would man flew the shit out of that. Let me just say that. It, and my hiccups sound like I'm always gasping dramatically. It's always like this, <gasps> oh. like that. So everyone thinks <gasps> I'm just being dramatic. Well, that's how you're supposed to <laughs> yeah, fix hiccups. <laughs> like you're surprised something something. It, out of the way happens. Yeah, every five seconds. <laughs> okay, before we dive into the promo section, Pete, I want you to talk a little bit about Hyper RPG, where it came from, who we may know there, for those that are familiar with the Geek and Sundry community, and just kind of do your best Hyper RPG sales pitch for us. Uh, we're all, okay, so, uh, brief history of Hyper RPG. 
a few months back, uh, at the end of 2015, and this is from what Zach has told me, and from what I, all the bits that I have gathered together, he was offered uh, sort of a, I don't know how to explain this, like a part, uh, let's say investment. Uh, this group of people approached him, say, hey, what do you think about creating this brand new Twitch channel? Not even Twitch channel, a company that has a Twitch channel. Uh, we're looking to make something bold, something new that will really push the envelope, bring in new and exciting things. And Zach thought over a bit, right, of course, as he is, and then he, of course, said, okay, moving to Seattle, let's do this. And all the while, we're all of the few, most of the mods which actually have a very active presence in helping do all the behind the scenes, uh, be it gathering news for some of the shows or whatever. We were like discussing things, uh, all of the things. And February came, we were signing things up, and then come February, we had a 48 hour ch charity stream to launch the channel, get it out of the world. Uh, it was benefiting the Halo Foundation, which is a really cool charity. Everyone should definitely check out. Absolutely. It stands, Halo is an acronym for, Jesus, Helping Art something or something. It's usually, they use art to, I can't forget, I never forget full acronyms. Oh, it happens. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they do art. Uh, these use art to help people and uh, children in less than ideal conditions, and it's they do really great work. And we benefited them. We had a really fun time. Could have picked a better date that was not against the Pokemon anniversary, but oh well. <laughs> and ever since then, it's been uh, three weeks. It's almost a whole month of programming of all the crazy things. Uh, we have this host of very programming have sh uh, Shadowrun RPG show we have a mm -hmm. Battletech show with mm -hmm. a 8 eight inch tall mechs that are 3D printed they're painted and during the show if they get blown up or smashed we will actually blow up and smash the mechs live on Twitch. And the viewers actually can determine the yeah. outcome of that show by... Indeed, yeah. Mm -hmm. the viewers can donate to, okay, say, okay, I want to repair this mech because he's doing really badly. Uh, let's throw a few repairs this way. And the same is going to happen for the Shadowrun show. We're going to have the corporations, mm -hmm. uh, sort of a meta games where corporations will be able to send the people on the show... So for those of you that aren't familiar, Shadowrun, is, within the Shadowrun universe, is a uh, sort of an infiltration of sorts where a group of people try to extract an objective or kill a person or do something really shadowy. It's fun. And people will be able to donate or join a corporation or do things that will influence events that happen in the show. So hire the group of players within the show to and send them against another corporation and we're trying to get the details of that worked out and we're working with Jordan Weissman which created Shadowrun and is one of the people behind Hyper RPG he's been great help with it he's doing a lot actually for the channel and we the really love you Jordan if you're listening to this <laughs> and the battle you the Battletech stuff, I think, ties into some content that's yet to be released, too. But I, if, yes, I... there is a there was a, there is a Kickstarter for the for a Battle Mech Warrior. But I always get it confused. Battletech or Mech Warrior game that will come out next year. Mm -hmm. There was a Kickstarter, and all it's, it's done now, but the game comes out next year. And, and now is it the mech? Uh, that's Death from Above. Is that the the mech? Death from Above. Yes, that's right. the belt. Is that the one where the stuff that they're actually doing on that becomes canon in the world, or is that the Shadow Run? The both. Both of them. Okay. I mean, it it it, it kind of differs how it impacts, in a way, but both have their own impact. 
they got a variety. All... Sorry, what was that? Oh, go on, go on. Oh no, it's just I, I've I've popped into the channel uh, a bunch as well, and my favorite thing, frankly, is is rabbit stew. Rabbit stew is this kind yeah. of daily news show where Zach sits down with a rotating host. He's had Alex, uh, I think Neat is how it's pronounced. Alex Neat, yes. Yep, he, he was there. Um, they had Peppa, uh, Viking, ah. <laughs> Viking Lass, and this week it's Emily. And, you know, he has a co-host that kind of sits there and I, I'm not it's without a word of, not without a word of a lie, he welcomes people to troll him and there has been some epic trolling of Zach yeah. on this thing. Just... I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, we live to troll Zach. Uh, we're still trying to cook up a follow-up to the pillow. Oh. It's kind of hard to beat the pillow. It's like the magnum opus of trolls. The pillow lord. Yes, the pillow lord. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, Hyper RPG has a really good, interesting, and diverse cast of people hosting the shows. Good. All the shows I like, I want to watch everything all the time. Mm -hmm. From Rabbits to Battletech. Mm. Now, both you and uh, Tierlin work with children. Uh, you, you're you teaching kids stuff? I know Carolyn, Tierlin does the arts, but what is it that you're teaching stuff? Uh, I, uh, up until just two weeks ago, there was this, two weeks, sorry, yeah, two weeks. I used to work at a pro research project that they studied the effects of teaching children at a younger age than you usually learn these things, basic principles of compute, wow, English, computer science. Mm -hmm. So it would basically be a workshop of about four hours where you'd uh, learn how to build a tiny robot with an Arduino computer which is a tiny computer, like about this size. It's about a couple inches. Connect, yeah. yeah. You can want to connect all the things. And there was like this uh, specially developed software for this, where they used the Scratch software developed by MIT to actually control the robot. Mm -hmm. So they, and they learned basic principles, uh, what, what an if-then-else statement was, loops, and all that thing. And it was really fun. Unfortunately, the grant... Or the project got cut, yeah. so bye bye goes everyone. To both both uh, Pete and to Terrilyn, what what is kind of the the most rewarding thing about passing your knowledge on to the little ones? I, I think for me, they're just so. It's a whole new generation. I think they're a lot smarter than we were as kids, and they're also I don't know if you found this as well, Pete. They're um a lot more mature. Like I have nine year olds who act like they're forty. I. I have this nine-year-old who's got this really uh, gruff voice like this and she goes, hello, Tyrolyn, and she comes in like that. <laughs> she'll come in with a story and she's so mature. And not, I kid you not, that's how she speaks. And she'll go, oh, my 13-year-old sister, you know, she's got to get her act together. You know, I don't appreciate the way she's acting around these boys and stuff. And she's really mature. And you'll give her um, anything, whether it's a story or just just a little bit of information and they absorb it so quickly and they're really optimistic about everything and I don't know if you found that as well but I just think it's a really beautiful little generation that we've got here. Yeah, uh, uh, I, yeah certainly I've seen a bit of that but for me I think the best part of it is actually seeing them discover the something new like for example here in Brazil computer of course everyone not everyone has their computers. Uh, most people are trying try are getting up to speed on things or becoming more technologically savvy as a whole. Uh, for mm -hmm. example, if you still don't have widespread distribution of internet or even in some places electricity. So uh, I, for me, seeing these kids learn how to work with something they've never had any idea was even possible and just how they, how much fun they have with it, and how many of them say, "Oh, I want when I grow up, I want to work with computer science. I want to work with building robots. I want to work writing software." I mean, that's like, yeah, so so good at seeing. I totally get that. When computers were just starting to be a thing up here in North America, I was I was able to teach uh, computers at a at a YMCA, which is just a youth camp, 
uh, to like eight, nine, ten year olds, and I got to get that same sense of wow that you know I've never seen anything like this. I mean, most of my friends' kids are born with an iPad in their hands now, so that whole wonder is is isn't lost on <laughs> this newest generation. Yeah, it, and this is and going a little bit back to what Tierlin said, it's actually a well. It, this is a well studied and researched phenomenon. It's called it differently by different people, but the term I know it by is kids getting older, younger. So kids are starting, yes. as time progresses, they mature faster and faster and faster at younger and younger ages. And like, for example, my little brother, which I have like 14 years of difference. So he's the when I, I can see most clearly the differences. He has an iPad and the kid's not even 10 yet. It's like, I didn't get a computer for myself until I was like 15 or 16. And now this kid just walks along with the iPad and he gets to play on my father's computer all the time. Like, I didn't have these things when I was his age. When I was his age, it was like running around and outside and having fun. Coming ball. Coming in when the lights turned on. Yes. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was my call for dinners when the lights turned on. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's dive into the modcast and, and perhaps some other forays into the podcasting world. So Hyper RPG's got a modcast, which is a podcast that yes. the, the moderators do. Um, they've just got the first episode out now, which you can find on Hyper RPG's uh, SoundCloud account. But uh, is, is the modcast the only venture you have into podcasting beyond this, of course? I mean, I've been, I've worked with podcasts before, uh, 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 in school, doing stuff for school that invo involved podcasts. Kind of those never took off. I've helped friends with theirs. Uh, like my, the modcast is the most recent and more, I would say, professional, like between quotes, mm -hmm. <laughs> professional, uh, but more formal, let's say, experience of podcasting. And I actually have another podcast that will soon go up on HyperRPG. Mm. Well, I mean, I say soon, soon TM. It's We're trying, trying to get the dates ready for this, but... Me and Aaron Kirby, one of the hosts, we're going to do a podcast around wrestling. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to schedule things because he's busy, I'm busy, so we don't really have that much time to record. Well, that's pretty awesome. All right. Um, I guess we could start wrapping this up, but first of all, uh, Pete, where can people find you? Uh, Twitch, Twitter, all the, all the things. Yeah, uh, you'll find me mainly on Twitch and Twitter both or I'm at Pete Wiz everywhere anything of any relevance uh, you'll find me at Pete Wiz uh, Twitch, Twitter not Facebook but everything everything else is Pete Wiz and look for that uh, that podcast with Aaron coming yeah. up yeah, um, how about yourself Joey where can people find you on the world at large. Well, um, people can find me on YouTube. Uh, my channel is Joey Couture. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Joey Couture underscore because for whatever reason, somebody out there decided to rip off my name, which I thought I had a very original kind of like spin-off name, <laughs> which actually has a funny story to it. Uh, I was helping my friend <laughs> uh, recreate an outfit for her daughter's dance recital and it was supposed to be for Britney Spears circus and she's like oh look it's a Joey Couture original and ever since then I've always, I, I stole the name and I've used it um, but I, I discovered that other people out there also like to use that name but I'm the original so exactly the OG Joey Couture so we got you on YouTube uh, where can people find you on uh, Twitter I oh, did. you said that. You I said did. Joey Couture underscore. 
You did. I'm the dumb dumb. Um, okay. And when you're DJing, if someone's local um, to where you well, are, well, the way that I DJ, actually, this is. I'm actually glad that you asked this because this is a good point. Um, when I DJ, uh, I tend to do it online. So anybody who has internet access with at Ooh. least a DSL connection can actually tune in to whenever I'm on. I do have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, an entertainment page. Um, but I haven't DJed in a few months, uh, just because a lot of life, uh, issues have come up, um, with prepping for a move and all kind, all kinds of real life stuff that just gets dropped in your lap and, and everything else. Um, but usually when I'm about to go on air, um, I post it there and all you do is you, you follow a website link and you actually choose which media player that you want to listen to it. So if you're still a follower of Winamp, for example, you can listen to it on Winamp. You can even use your iTunes to tune in as well, which is really cool. I used to do this as well. I used to do online DJing. Um, I, I really liked it, but we passed a new legislation up here in Canada, and I cannot say that at the time all my music was properly obtained, and because of that I shut it down because I didn't want to mess with anything. But, uh, yeah, I know if you you have, you know, proof of purchase for all your stuff, which through iTunes is the easiest way to do it, uh, that, that I, I miss doing it because it was a lot of fun because I would just let my music play in a loop and then whenever I wanted to, I would jump on live and I would, I would do some DJing. Well, so. when I used to be with a previous radio station, I, one of my seven heads of departments that I was part of uh, was actually music librarian. And my job was to legally yeah, obtain music for our DJs uh, to stream. Mm-hmm. And I had done so much research and having a, de- having a degree uh, in music business, I found that there is this legal gray area that if you bought MP3s from the Ukraine, you could get songs really, really cheap. And that was how we were able oh. to replenish our music library. But unfortunately, uh, the, the radio station didn't pick up where we wanted it to go. And we closed it down actually about a month after I graduated college. So I was like, well, there, there, there goes that. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. How about you, Terilyn? Where can people find you? Uh, Facebook, uh, Terilyn Puxty, T-Y-R-O-L-I-N-P-U-X-T-Y. And uh, Twitter is Tiz Thunder. Um, I, I don't know why. I just don't know why. It just is. Uh, YouTube, um, again, think I'm just Tyrell and Puxty, and I've actually been really naughty. I haven't posted anything in a couple of weeks, so I really should do that today. And um, Instagram, Tyrellin.author. I'm just, I'm everywhere. I'm, you have a I dot like com as well? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, thank you, Blair. Uh, Tyrellinpuxty.com. And anyone who... <laughs> and then I also have... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say I have my um, Glee Club, but it doesn't really matter unless you live in a small country town in Australia. You know, it's a quick commute if you want to come over. I mean, that's what YouTube's for. (laughs) As well, since we last spoke, which wasn't that long ago, uh, you were able to film something. I know, it's so random. Um, Because actually, after I was telling you about uh, the songs, it did inspire me. I thought, well, you know what? Let's get a video clip. And I thought, I'm going to pull a total seer. I don't want to be in the video clip. I'll get someone else to do all the hard work. But it didn't quite work out that way because then um, I actually had a little production company approach me because I heard about it and they said, we'd love to have you in it. So, uh, yeah, Friday night I shot uh, a video clip in about three hours and they're editing it as we speak. And hopefully I don't look too stupid. <laughs> I mean. And this is for your, <laughs> this is for my favorite song that I heard of yours was uh, Sweet Lullabies, I think. That's the one, yeah. It's pretty much just uh, me looking smack bang in the camera. We even got, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. Um, They got like a proper fan thing to move my hair around. And look, I think, you know, proper celebrities, yeah, they can get away with it. But me doing it, it's going to look a bit special. It's like get, it's get all the, about the lens so filter. Bad. The fan in the, the face. Once you have the right filter, you're, you're good as gold. There's nothing that <laughs> yeah. can, don't worry, you're good. 
Look, I, I don't know that the the camera was so close to me that I realized I had wrinkles that I didn't even know I had. Uh, so I'm hoping they put yeah, some they sort have of 4K blur HD. Something 24 else. years old. I know, right? You're worried about wrinkles. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I didn't worry about wrinkles until I saw that video, and I'm like, oh, great. I, wow, okay. That's high def. Forget <laughs> about wrinkles until like 40 or so. Yeah, until you're my age, exactly. Um, yeah. Now, it, it, it's also those circle LED lights that they use in cameras now um, that make yeah. your eyes look really cool. I've always like, how do they yeah. do that? And then I go to the gym one day and they actually have it around our little mirror and I'm seeing in my eyes, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's just an LED circle yeah. pointing at the person. Yeah. I couldn't see for about two hours after we used that thing. I was so I just saw like a billion different circles every time I blinked. But I love the effect. I have to admit it. I absolutely love the effect. Mm. Okay, guys, is there any? Yeah, so. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just yeah, no, I was just wrapping up myself, saying hopefully it turns out okay, and uh, yeah, I'll keep you posted. Still, everyone. Totally. No, I was going to say everyone should totally follow. Turlin on all the social media to know when it comes out because her music is really good and you should check it out. As is the books. Broken Dolls uh, out now. Sequel coming this soon? Uh, yeah, the sequel's coming out in June. I feel like I should pay you guys. You're all being really sweet. Uh, yeah, so I get my cover hopefully at the end of this week and I'll make sure I might even share it on Team Human just because I'm so excited to see what it looks like. So I mean, cool. when you're a famous author and going to all the parties and signing book de uh, movie deals for your books you can remember us and all the all, all the free advertising we're doing and invite us to the parties <laughs> when the world tour comes you know. to brazil people show yeah. up hey it's like hey, yeah, uh, look, hey. I'm, too, I'm too lazy to do parties like when i walked the red carpet for my songs i was back in my room by 10 o'clock watching forrest gump <laughs> i'm I mean, really boring when it comes to parties well, at least when the movie comes out, give us a few tickets. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, you guys edge. can go, you know, say a few nice things about me. I'll stay at home and watch Seinfeld. No. <laughs> All right, Joey, Terrell, do you have, either of you have any other questions for Pete? I don't have any other further questions, Your Honor. Oh. Okay. The defense rests. How about the prosecution? Miss Paralegal? Oh, yeah. No, no. Well, paralegal, I worked for the bad team. I, I was the... I gave you the good side of this, in, in, you know, because you didn't like... To, oh, I finally got to be the good guy. You're the superhero uh, now. No, uh, the... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think we, we've got it all. I think so. All right, guys. Thank you all very much for listening to us on another Hoopod here. Uh, we have our next guest lined up, and uh, she may also be familiar to those of you who follow the Twitch network. So until next time, guys, take care. Later. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye.